With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. minutes after the hour it's thursday on the morning show with preston scott i'm preston that's grant what a what a great way to start the day with a with a laugh all right we'll circle back to that we have to we have to start start the show with a little dose of god's word here and boy do we need it Matthew 16, 15 and 16, he said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter replied, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Those words were considered heresy in the t- at the time. The religious leaders of the time. No, 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 no. No, you can't say that. But Jesus was the fulfillment of Scripture. He was the fulfillment of the Old Testament that they were so learned about. But I want to go back to that question that Jesus asked. All of them. Who do you say that I am? Who do you say that he is? Josh McDowell has written a couple of different books. I mean, well, he's written dozens of books, but but the two in particular, Evidence That Demands a Verdict, parts one and two, but but part part one, Evidence That Demands a Verdict, it is really written as a college thesis. And McDowell boils it down to these three choices. Jesus was either a lunatic which seems highly unlikely given the accounts in the Bible that were written, contemporized, and not refuted. Refutation came centuries later. A liar, so he's a lunatic or a liar, or he's Lord. That's it. Those are your choices. If you say, well, he was a good man, and leave it at that, then you believe he's a liar. 
You think his claims are just ridiculous, despite the fact that you are challenged, as we talked about yesterday with the first, the two greatest commandments, love God with all your heart, your soul, and your mind. Then lunatics all you got. Or he is who he said he was. He's the son of God. He is Lord. So as we start the show today, who do you say and and say by not just your words, but more importantly, your actions? What do your actions say about who you think he is? Oof. That one will punch you right between the eyes. Right in the kisser. That'll, that'll get you right in the kisser, that one well. Man, if you're going to look at how I live my life and then decide whether I think he's a lunatic, a liar, or a lord, man, that one's tough, Presto. That's tough. He's a lunatic, liar, or a lord. What, what does your life, who do you say he is? Ten minutes after the morning show with Preston Scott. Did you catch that in the news? composer or some orchestra dude with the opening ceremonies the Tokyo Olympics quit because he bullied someone when he was a kid in school I'm not making that up dude quit because that's how these the woke virtue signaling political correct culture of America has infected the world <laughs> 10 minutes past the hour. Morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. I got a great idea. Ready? Bring it. The voice you're hearing is Grant Allen. That's Grant Allen over there in Studio 1A. I'm here in Studio 1B. Show 4512, The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Here's my great idea. Everybody, whoever has done anything stupid and regrettable, needs to quit their job. That sounds about right. That sounds... And let's start with the president. (laughs) I mean, he's the leader of the free world. He can set an example for all of us. Kamala... Congress, all of them, Republicans, Democrats, all of them. Let it filter down. Everybody that has ever done anything remotely dumb, said anything dumb, needs to quit their job. Shameful. Now, I get it. The Japanese culture is a little bit different. I mean... In the war, man, these dudes fell on swords if they dishonored their country and were going to quit or or faced imminent defeat. I mean, they literally, they had someone run them through with a sword. It was just like... It was to the death. Yeah, man. Done. I have dishonored my country. <laughs> but now, seriously, you've got... 
You've got a guy that told a joke or made a joke about the Holocaust, and I it's tacky, yes. Wrong, yes. Private gathering in 1998 for Pete's sake. That joke is literally a year younger than I am. It is about as old as me. And he is quitting as the opening ceremony organizer. He's been removed. He's stepped down for something that happened in 1998. Composer quit last week or two weeks ago because of bullying a kid when he was in school, elementary, grade school. What? Oh, yeah, dude, don't ever think about applying for a job ever again. You've shamed yourself forever. You ever heard the message of Jesus? He who is without sin cast the first stone. And everybody that was gathered in that area with rocks in their hands, one by one, started dropping them. This is the world that our country's created. That political correct social phenomenon that I predicted back years ago, the first year of doing this show, I predicted political correctness was going to be the the undoing of our culture. And it started with a story about, for me, it started with a story about a playground game called Tag in California. They banned the game of Tag. Because it makes a child be it. <laughs> <laughs> July 22nd, this date in history, 1587, sorry, Englishman John White establishes the lost colony of Roanoke Island, and that is a story. Uh, That's such a cool story. Well, yeah, and creepy. Yeah, creepy too. Cool and creepy. Uh, 1620, 35 English pilgrims who had taken refuge in Holland leave that country for England to immigrate to America. You got family in that group. Yep. 1796, surveyor Moses Cleveland chooses a site that becomes the city of Buffalo. I'm just kidding. Where the the guy in the garage is? Akron. (laughs) President Abraham Lincoln informs his cabinet he intends to emancipate the slaves in 1862, July 22nd. Catherine Lee Bates writes America the Beautiful, 1893. 1933, aviator Wiley Post completes the first solo flight around the world. And federal agents shoot and kill Robert John Dillinger in Chicago on this date in 1934. So a lot of pretty interesting things happen on this date in history, July 22nd. I'm not going to add much to it. It's just me and him and you. It's the Morning Show with Preston Scott. FLA. On your phone with the iHeartRadio app and on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. This is crazy! And iHeart's radio station. Because I'm trying to help here. Number one. (laughs) It's making the rounds again. 
it started a few weeks ago. It's coming back around. It I've addressed it a couple times. The vaccine passport thing that Governor DeSantis put in place, Alex Jones was the first to make the accusation that Ron DeSantis slipped something in that bill that allows the health police to give you a to force you to have a vaccination or to force you into isolation and set etc. Now, I immediately went to work on that. You have to understand. Alex Jones is not a reliable source to me, never will be, never has been. In this case, he got half the story right. It is in state law. I've read it. I've seen it. It didn't come from Ron DeSantis. It came from Jeb Bush. It was signed into law when Jeb Bush was governor. How do I know? Because state lawmakers that I made aware of it, asked them to look at it, have had their staffs research it. It is there, and it will be addressed. There is a provision in there. It's a massive law, and the mistake that Governor DeSantis made was his staff did not fully read the entirety of the law. They added a provision talking about vaccine passports. But buried in this law is, yeah, no. (laughs) It's like, seriously. Uh, state health official or the state health director or whoever the designation is in the, in the, in the law may in fact order people to get vaccines may in fact force law enforcement to act on its behalf, the state's behalf mandate quarantines and so forth. Yeah, it's in there. That's absolutely true. But I have, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to out the lawmakers at this point that I involved, but suffice to say that they researched it, are equally concerned about the language, and it will be addressed in, in a session, uh, the next session. Now, what if it becomes an issue before then? Well, my guess is the governor already has a plan for it because I'm quite certain he's been made aware of it. But I just wanted you to be aware, it did not come from Ron DeSantis because there are people all over the blogosphere, all over the the social media networks out there that are, see, even, even DeSantis did this. He did this. He's in on it. No, he's not. No, he's not. So I just, again, half of a truth isn't the entire truth. It's in there, but it wasn't DeSantis that did it. It was done by in fact, Jeb Bush. Was it because of Zika or H1N1? I don't know. I don't know. But it is it is there. So anyway. And then I, I want to help you because I think it's always wise to learn a bit of your adversaries. Or as Sean Connery said with a Scottish accent playing a Russian commander in Hunt for Red October. <laughs> adversaries. It's best to know the ways of one adversaries. <laughs> Only Sean Connery can get away with that. It's a great movie. Yeah. I, but I mean, it's the reality is you got this dude and they didn't even try to explain it away. You know, he's Scottish, but raised in Russia. You know, I mean, nothing. <laughs> anyway, you need to learn the word nyet. Yet. Russian for no. Yet. 
Anaheim, California, the America First rally that was planned for Anaheim got canceled by the city of Anaheim. Spokesman Mike Leister. A planned America First rally at a private venue in our city is canceled. The city of Anaheim shared public safety concerns with the operator, and those concerns are shared by the operator. So they say. I don't agree with that. As a city, we respect free speech, but... (laughs) Oh, and there's a but! (laughs) Also have a duty to call out speech that does not reflect our city and its values. So, in Anaheim... They will cancel any rally or not give permits for any rally or event that they don't agree with. Yeah. Now let's circle back to learning a new word today. Nyet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you need to learn the words about our visits. 27 minutes. <laughs> Sorry. I'll, look, you got to just kind of, eh, while you're doing, going through all this stuff. It's the morning show with Preston Scott. We've got news, big story in the press box, and more coming up next. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to fourpatriots.com slash on the right. That's four patriots, the number four, patriots.com slash on the right. And Beck, you want him on that radio. America can handle the truth. You need him on that radio. Nine to noon on WFLA. Thirty-six minutes after the hour of the morning show with Preston Scott Grant Allen over there in Studio One A. I'm here in Studio One B. Good morning. Thanks very much for joining us this morning. There is no real easy way to talk about what I have decided is the big story in the press box because it involves a friend. Someone that I greatly admire. And that I've gotten to know and interview dozens of times over 20 plus years. I met him when I was a kid. 
and then got to know him as an adult and would say a friend. Not a friend that you pick up the phone and bother. Those are a select group of friends that get that. But someone that you could say would be more than acquaintance, a friend. And so yesterday, when FSU head football coach Bobby Bowden's family announced that Coach Bowden has been diagnosed with a terminal medical condition, kind of it, it was kind of like what happened when you got a football or a basketball and it slipped a little bit through your hands and it caught you in the stomach and it took the wind out of you. Coach Bowden quoted in the Tallahassee Democrat, Jim Henry, writing, uh, Coach Bowden in a statement shared with the paper said, I've always tried to serve God's purpose for my life on and off the field, and I'm prepared for what is to come. My wife, Ann, and our family have been life's greatest blessing. I am at peace. You know, these are times that we all know come. but you're never prepared for them. Coach and Ann have been married 72 years. Six kids, 21 grandchildren and great-grandchildren. Back in April, Coach Bowden received the inaugural Governor's Medal of Freedom from Governor Ron DeSantis at the mansion. I have given Coach an invitation to if he feels up to at any point in the coming days, weeks, months, however long God has for him, if he ever wants to be on the program to talk to you, his fans, admirers, supporters, he has an open invitation. So I I will tell you now, I don't care if it's Governor DeSantis. I don't care if it's former President Trump. It doesn't matter. If Coach wants to be on the show, everything else moves to the side. But I've also told Coach, through his longtime assistant, Sue Hall, who was his secretary when he was at FSU, an administrative assistant and right-hand person, I told Sue, today at 8.05, we're just going to take calls and let you tell Coach what you want to tell him. Hopefully he'll be listening, but regardless of whether he's listening at the moment this morning, he will get this that he can listen to when he wants. I've always felt that we sometimes make the mistake of not saying the things that we want to say to somebody while they're still alive. And so this morning at 8.05 Eastern, 7.05 Central, you will get a chance to say what you'd like to Coach Bowden what he means to you, what he's meant to Florida State, to to football, to life, whatever you like. So think about it, because the entire third hour of the show is dedicated to Coach Bobby Bowden and you getting to say what you want to him. Words of love and affirmation. 
41 minutes after the hour. It's the morning show with Preston Scott. The morning show with Preston Scott. Laugh it up, fuzzball. On News Radio 100.7, WFLA. I'm sure you've been paying attention to Senator Rand Paul. Doggedly going after Dr. Anthony Fauci. And when I watched that video, my new favorite phrase became molecularly impossible. That was my new phrase from that video. It made me laugh. Unless it isn't. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Washington Post. Washington Post columnist Josh Rogan. And I'm trying to understand why WAPO keeps him employed. Because he doesn't write conventionally. He, he doesn't go with the WAPO flow. He, um, he stood out in the media over the past year talking about the likelihood of a leak from a Chinese lab. That this thing, that's where it got its start. And in fact, he's been calling out the hypocrisy of the scientific community and the media in general for suddenly now buying into the theory of a lab leak and it coming from a Chinese Wuhan virus labor- laboratory. I mean, it's it, it's it's hilarious, but he had this to tweet out on the confrontation between Rand Paul and Dr. Anthony Fauci. And to, to boil it down... Rand Paul is basically not letting Fauci get away with blanket denials that the National Institutes of Health, of which he presides, and and you may not know this, but Dr. Anthony Fauci is the single highest paid public official in the United States of America. He makes more than the Supreme Court justices. He makes more than the president of the United States. He makes more than the vice president, makes more than the speaker of the house. He makes more than anybody else. The the joint chiefs chairman, Anthony Fauci, makes more than any of them. Rand Paul said, you have been funding gain-of-function research. Gain-of-function involves manipulating viruses to make them more infectious for research purposes. To take a naturally occurring virus, put it in the lab, tweak it, modify it, create a GMO version of it, and then, oops, this one got loose. And now look at the problem it's causing. That's not an uncommon practice in the virology world, correct? It's just the fact that this happened at the Wuhan lab and it got out? Well, it's not supposed to be funded. It's not supposed to be something governments engage in, the manipulation of viruses. Gotcha. So here's Josh Rogan's tweet. Senator Rand Paul and Fauci had a, uh, sorry, hey guys, Rand Paul was right, Fauci was wrong. The NIH was funding gain-of-function research in Wuhan, but NIH pretended it didn't meet their gain-of-function definition to avoid their own oversight mechanism. Sorry, not sorry, if that doesn't fit your favorite narrative. 
He works at the Washington Post? Yes, he's a columnist. Wow. And his point is that Fauci's playing word games and semantics. He's a legalist. He's being a legalist. It's just, it's great theater when those two get in the same room. Rand Paul wants him arrested. Charged with crimes. 46 minutes after the hour. Back with an email and some thoughts on the morning show with Preston Scott. His opinion. He just happens to be right. The morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Fifty-two minutes past. News coming up in just a little bit. Steve Stewart from Tallahassee Reports. Next hour, Dr. David Hart's Optimum Health Naturally. Can you get too much exercise? I'm going to say yes. That if you don't give your body a chance to recover in between bouts of exercise, working out, and so forth, yes. That's my, that's my answer. Yes. But we'll talk about that with Dr. Hartz this morning. Got an email the other day. And I get lots of email. You're always welcome to write. Preston at iHeartRadio.com. Dale wrote me, he said, forgive me if you've discussed this on the air and missed it, but I'm interested in your opinion on this. I think Clay and Buck need to come up with their own theme song. Hearing Back to Ohio for more than half of my life meant it was time for Rush. Is that what that's called? Back to Ohio? I don't know. I'd, I just yeah. know it's the Pretenders. And I know that Chrissy Hines gave Rush Limbaugh permission because Chrissy's dad loved Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> and so she didn't have a problem with it. I guess they're going with it being EIB's theme, but I don't buy it. Also, that stinger that signified the end of each segment, which sounded like a sonic exclamation point, was his too. Lifelong Rush fans have to notice that they're even using most of the same musical bumps, but surely those will eventually rotate out. So am I alone in thinking that they need to get their own darn song and try their best to make millions of listeners think Clay and Buck when they hear a few notes? None of this has anything to do with my... Feeling on the two guys, and he goes on to talk about that and offer some kind words about our program. And, and I, you know, it's interesting because I bet there are people that view it that way. And th- it's a thoughtful note. And I wrote back, and I wanted to just share my, my opinion. My opinion is, and I get it, I get why some people would think that. Wait, that's the Rush Limbaugh theme. I mean, anybody that hears that music... That's that's Rush. I mean, that's Rush. And then the little thing that he does at the end of the segment. Ding. He's out. It's clever. It's all of it's just that's Rush. I personally think it's smart. And and I can only say, I don't know what the motivation is behind why they're doing this. But for me, it's why I do this. 
I do that a few times every week as an homage to Rush. I want to remember, and I want you to remember. And I think having that music at noon, as strange as it sounds, hear me out. I think it's reassuring. It was, it's comforting for me. I know it's not Clay and Buck's music, but it kind of has me like Clay and Buck are filling in. It's Russia's show. It, it, and I know it's not, and I know you got to move on, and, I, you know, I get all that. But you know what? That's Russia's time slot. Anybody else that does radio at noon, I don't care whether it's music or talk, spoken word, however you want to put it, anyone else at noon, that's Rush's time slot. And it's always going to be Rush's time slot at noon until 3. And so I view all of it as paying homage to Rush Limbaugh. That's how I perceive it. And my suspicion is it's not going to change anytime soon. Steve Stewart's on deck. Back with more of the Morning Show with Preston Scott. with Preston Scott, Thursday, July 22nd, day 4512 of the radio program. Grant Allen over there in Studio 1A, I'm here in Studio 1B, and I am joined on Thursdays by the executive editor of Tallahassee Reports, the one, the only, Steve Stewart. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Not much to talk about locally. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it seems to go in cycles, doesn't it? Yeah, and uh, and you know we've got the city, we've got the county, we've got the school board, we've got all the things that surround all of those entities. So let's start with the city. Yeah, just a couple of things that I wanted to make sure your uh, listeners were aware of. One of them, sort of breaking news, but the um, we go through obviously and look at all the meetings, and we try to ascertain what's important, what you know, what we what people want to know about. And you know, you go back and look at the meetings after you originally cover them, and you see some things that maybe. You need to go back and take another look at, and kind of like another look at a movie. Exactly, you, you, you stuff you see some stuff and, the first yeah, time. Exactly. So you know there was just there was this big deal about having this joint city county meeting for the homeless issue that was it really reached Peaver Fitch back during the COVID pandemic, but you know the meeting took place and there was very little said about it. But you know we are putting up about six point two million dollars towards the homelessness issue or the homeless mm-hmm. issue. And if you go and look at the story that we have up, it really sort of, you look at the money and it's divided up. It's, it's A lot of it is from the recovery funds. Some of it is one-time funds. It's really hard to get your hands around you know, where all this money is going um, because it, it, there's not a central place. There's not a guy or a person or a woman that they say, you know, this is your job to fix the homeless issue. 
Here's the money. It's going to the Big Ben care, Continuum of Care. It's going to CHSP. It's going to, you know, the city and county uh, homeless. They delegated fund. it out to all these other out. entities. Well, as you know, I mean, when you start, when you start trying to hold people accountable, the more people you got to get, you know, you got to watch. The tougher it is to hold, you know, to make sure that you're spending the money, the money properly. So, but six point two million dollars, and they that is to to deal with uh, what their estimate is. Of 700 homeless people in Leon County, mm-hmm. so you know we got 300,000 or so people in Leon County with a homeless population. Even if you estimate, you know, I understand estimating homelessness is a is a tough issue. Yeah, but so you say 700, so you know, give or take a couple hundred. That still doesn't seem like a lot to me um, for 6.2 million dollars. And so I think that's something we need to keep an eye on. But I, again, if you start looking at the organization of this. I don't understand if this is an issue, a priority for our local government. Why don't we have, you know, someone that's responsible for this and reports back? It's almost like they don't want to touch it, and they just want to give money to people to say make that they're it go away, with it. right? But they don't. But they don't have a central location to deal with it. And so anyway, it's just we've got. Do we bring, do we know what the administrative overhead is of these organizations we're giving money? Well, to? Well, that's the other thing. When you start dividing it up, you got different organizations yeah. that have different overhead, and it's just it's tough to track. And you know, we read it and you read it over and over again and trying to find out where this is going. But this is the most money we've ever had in the pipeline to deal with a homeless issue. Um, and this is coming over off of the COVID pandemic here. And even if you re- you read our article, you'll see that you know that homelessness is down um, from that year because that was an issue. So I don't know. It's something to, to keep an eye on. But it is a lot of money that's going to that uh, to that issue. The other thing I wanted to touch on was this uh, very acrimonious relationship between the firefighter union and the city of Tallahassee. Um, there was a, um, and we've just got it last night, so we'll look at it, but an ethics complaint filed by a member of the firefighter union against Reese Goad, the city manager um, in Tallahassee. And it revolves around the famous fire service fee that's been in place for a long time. But the interesting thing about the, this ethics complaint is they reference as corroborating witnesses or corroborating um, evidence other city officials that have made statements. So it'll be interesting to see if it gets to the legal sufficiency that's required and after that an investigation starts and then that's when people start having to go on the record they get deposed so we'll see we'll see what happens with that more with steve stewart in moments 10 minutes past the hour in the morning show with preston scott Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. 
Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. Got you covered. Traffic and weather every 10 minutes. It's the morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Subscribe, get the paper, TallahasseeReports.com. It's a paper that's growing in circulation, growing in its coverage, and uh, keeping us informed on what's going on. Steve, let's circle back to that firefighter issue with the city of Tallahassee. Those that may not remember, that fire services fee is a pretty big deal, and it's very limited. That money has to stay with fire services, right? Yeah, this is in the Florida statutes, and it's very focused. It's not like the utility money that they can transfer to support general fund. This is a very focused fee that has to go to fire services. And so um, the firefighters are upset. They're not getting enough money. And so they've been doing records requests trying to ascertain where that money is going. They think that maybe it's not being all allocated to um, fire services. Because the math is pretty simple on that, right? Right, I mean, there's a specific fee, so you know that at least that amount of money's got to go to it. Right, and so, um, but the budgeting process is very complicated. You've right. got reserves, you got, you know, capital budget, and so that's the issue that it uh, revolves around, and so, you know, it's, again, you notice during the, it's weird, during the pandemic here, both of these contracts came up, the firefighters and the police union at the same time, and they're, they're both very contentious, and one of the things I think is happening is that you see all the money that's in the system through this, through the, um, the relief and people are getting pretty big raises. They, you know, they move. And so I think this is making the unions thinking, well, wait a minute, why didn't we get, you know, why did we have to negotiate so hard just to get what we got? And now all this um, relief money is coming in and, you know, it's being everybody given else is getting to the trough. Yeah, exactly. So while we've kind of gotten into the middle of the summer, uh, the long awaited part two of we don't know how many parts of the FBI investigation and subsequent trials is taking place. Yes. And, you know, it's starting now to get to, to move. And a couple of uh, a couple of things. First of all, it's very obvious that the prosecution wants to move to make this very simple and move rather quickly. The defense wants to sort of drag it out and make it more complicated. That makes sense. Right. Mm-hmm. And so from the prosecution side, I mean, they're already up through Paige Carter Smith, who was a major witness. They Mike Miller was on yesterday, the quote unquote Mike Miller. And so I expect the prosecution case from what I'm hearing to be done probably Monday. Um, so that means between now and Monday, Mr. Maddox is probably going to show up and testify. Um Couple of observations: the um, you know, the McKibben Hotel deal, which is one of the bigger charges against J.T. Burnett. For our listeners, that's something that happened before the FBI even got to town. Um, and the reason why this is an issue is because what happened is J.T. Burnett started sort of bragging about what he did to the undercover FBI agents. They went back and looked at that. So that's one thing. The second thing is that Tim Jansen, in his cross examination of witnesses, you I mean you can see where he's headed on this. First of all. Um, entrapment is is going to be, I think, you know, the defense case is, look, these guys came down here, they took them out, they partied with them, they got them drunk, they kept asking them where they were supposed to send checks, you know, to get things done. And so that's going to be the angle there. Um, so it, the other thing, and this is more of a technical issue, we're down to no you know, we're, we're down to no reserve jurist. jurist. And um, so if you lose one more juror, then I guess you either have to delay the trial 
or you have to delay a mistrial. You have to say there's a mistrial. Start mistrial. Over. So there's a lot of there's a lot of moving parts here, um, but. Again, it's, I think it's moving rather quickly because if the case, if the prosecution case is done Monday, then it will be the you know the defense, and we'll see what happens. The other thing I would add: the judge has already admonished uh, the defense for taking too long. Um, they played a hour video clip of a city commission meeting, which will you know that will that will put you to sleep, which which is what happened <laughs> to one of the jurors, and so. They, you know, he's he's very interested in moving this along pretty quickly. And who's the presiding judge? That's uh, Judge Robert Hinkle. Okay. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. It's you know, every day you sort of get an update of, uh, um, you know, and just for the record, Tal's reports is being mentioned in this trial. Um, well, uh, yeah, and I'm I'm on the witness list as well. So, yeah, well yeah. I can't go, but you know we do. There's there's a couple of a really good. Uh, you know, they're they're tweeting out a lot of stuff that's happening in there. They have to come out of the courtroom. The Fed courtroom is very. You can't take your phone in. Right. It's very tough to cover. And then obviously, uh, uh, if you're on the witness list, you're not allowed to go in. So, But I, I expect this will be done in, in two weeks. It'll be very interesting. Steve Stewart with me for one more segment. When we come back, we will change gears and talk about your schools, the Leon County school system, and uh, news surrounding what's going on in the county. Next on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. at WFLAFM.com on your phone with the iHeartRadio app and on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos and iHeart's radio station. And we turn the LP over and we get to the second side of the record and joining me is the... uh, Executive editors of uh, Tallahass Report, Steve Stewart. And Steve, uh, one of the things that you have done just a tremendous job of uh, covering is the the schools. Yes, we started that a while back, and it's really providing, you know, it's very fruitful in the terms of the impact that we're having and things we're Another getting. Another set of eyes. It's amazing what happens. Yeah, you know, and the thing is, is one of the major things that we found um, is that, you know, the principals have a lot of autonomy mm-hmm. in this process. And I, I don't know, you know, I've asked around and it seems to vary from district to district, but here is a lot of trust put in put in principals. And when you've got, I mean, you've got five major high schools, you know, you've got the middle schools and the elementary schools. I mean, that's a lot of trust to put in people. They're all CEOs of, a, of, a, of an enterprise. I've heard them, you know, described as mayors of, of towns, right? Yeah. And so you got 2,500 students at Childs and you got, you know, the principal Joe Burgess is the mayor. And so when we started seeing that, we started asking some questions, getting some tips on things. And the more we wrote about the schools, the more tips we got. Mm-hmm. And so we wrote, we started writing about the football coach at um, Child's um, High School over the summer. And then there was uh, a couple of complaints against how he was running the operation there. And what has happened that came out of that was an investigation of how some funds were being spent. Um, and these are called advanced placement funds. Each high school gets extra funds based on how many kids pass advanced placement tests. Which can lead to all kinds of problems. Well, so with just an example, Child's High School last year got about $500,000 in, quote, extra money. Well, there's a law or a rule that 80% of that money has to be spent back on instruction related to AP. But the other 20% of that, which was about $100,000, can be allocated and spent around the school based on the principal. Broad um, discretion. So... There was a complaint about how that money was being spent. 
Rocky Hanna brought in an independent inve- uh, law firm to do an investigation. Um, we've got in, we've got the report linked in our couple stories that we've done. And so basically, again, this is about transparency and accountability. It appears that, and we don't know how long this has been going on, but it's years, is that they really haven't been tracking how the money's being spent in the sense that they've not really had to fill out the 80 percent the 20 percent or all of it all of it for for a large part but the part on the 20 percent on the 80 percent that was going back in the instruction there is some uh evidence to know that they were actually doing their job They, they were supposed to be doing tutoring and stuff like this it's just that it wasn't written down and it wasn't so uh, the, this is money paid to instructors for doing extra work, extra work. right but the 20 percent we found the 10000 went to supplement the football coach's salary. Just a nice round number of $10,000. Turns out that was part of the negotiation four or five years ago when he came on at Childs High School. Well, the problem is, is he was never really given a job to do or jobs to do. There's no formal, there was no written agreement of, look, for this $10,000, you're going to do this. So when the investigators came in and saw that it was a nice round number of $10,000, all they were doing was taking $10,000 and dividing it by the hourly rate and, and paying him every month. So there was no documentation that jobs were actually done. So they had they asked the football coach, what are you doing? If you go to our story, you'll see the list of things that he submitted in. And it raises all kind of questions. First of all, he's already he's already on pay there as an you know as a as a coach, and in getting and he's getting a supplement, which includes doing certain things. And there's questions raised about well, is he getting paid twice to do the same thing? And so you know, very like, well, I was responsible for opening up the weight room in the morning and the afternoon. You know, I was responsible for making sure there were no weeds around the weight room and stuff like that. So. The problem is, if you look at the report, um, they they go to very strong, very uh, great lengths to say that the principal has a lot of uh, uh, discretion in this, and that means that there's no really there's no rules, there's no oversight, there's no like quarterly check by the district. Where do you spend this money on? You know, submit these documents, and so that's one issue. So what happened was Superintendent Hanna suspended Joe Burgess two weeks without pay. Um, however, Mr. Burgess hired an attorney um, to challenge the suspension, which made it you know, more public. And so now it's being forwarded to the Department of Administrative Hearings. Um, so we should get some resolution of this, probably about your show 5,000, maybe. <laughs> I mean, so this goes... <laughs> This goes to where you know complaints go to die. Um, the problem is, is it raises more questions, and now there's a district-wide audit on these AP funds at other schools to find out exactly what's going on. So I think again, you know, going back to what we're doing, this is this is another set of eyes on what's going on, and I think these schools, which are like little kingdoms, need to be held accountable. You know, if if we're doing this with these AP funds, what are we doing with other things? And is this is this something that's going on in all in, in all these different high schools? But it's kind of because it's not a real efficient use of money. Let me ask you as we wrap up the yes. segment here, and this is a personal observation I'm asking for. Okay, it seems that Superintendent Rocky Hanna is starting to settle in and become a little bit better as a superintendent. I'm, I'm I mean I don't know how else to put that. You know. Yeah, I, I don't know that I would. Maybe he's being pushed into it by the circumstances. Well, I think but... one of the, let me tell you that per, the observations I have on the on the school system is that this is a system that's been that was set up years ago 
And it's just, it's a lot of insiders. You don't see a lot of principals hired from outside of North Florida. Right. You know, and they just, I think the, the thing I see is a lot of autonomy with the principals. And they're just trying to keep their head above water. There's there's no moving forward. Like, but the you know, fact that there was an audit, that's, I think, good news for us. There was an audit because there were, there were major complaints from parents. Understood. Which I think is good. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, so absent Burgess... You know, challenging this, this might have just been under the radar and we would have never found out about it. So, yeah, again, it's a big job. 33,000 students, a lot of money, and that's why we're focused on it and we're, right. ter- and we're finding these things. And we're, and we're continuing to, we've got more data requests on issues like this to make sure that we're spending our money in the right places. Thanks for what you're doing. Thank you, President. Steve Stewart with Tallahassee Reports. Get that paper, TallahasseeReports.com. Someone has to say it. The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Got a note from David who writes in. I believe your show network ought to be referred to as the Common Sense Amplified Network, the CSA Network. I'm a morning show baby. I grew up in Tallahassee listening to your show from the backseat of my dad's truck. Now I listen to the podcast on my drive from Bainbridge to Albany, Georgia. So I'm always a morning behind, but never miss an episode. So that's where my suggestion for your radio network comes from yesterday's program before Charlie's segment. Thanks for all you do. David, thank you. Appreciate the kind words. Yeah, I run into people all the time. That's pretty cool. That literally grew up listening to the show and what it does is and david thank you for more than than you know because it validates one of the priorities that i created with this program now i've messed up a handful of times over 4512 shows but i've I've always wanted this to be a show that moms and dads could listen to in the car with their kids in the car going to school running errands whatever they're doing and so we try to make the subject matter stuff that, that maybe even a, a young child could start to say, what's that mean, dad, mom? You know, what, what's that about? And they could talk about it, but they would never have to worry about having to go click up, oh, can't, can't hear that word. And, and again, I've messed up a few times over the years. A uh, little emotion got the better of me talking about an issue, and I might have said, uh, H-E double toothpicks. And, uh, you know, but... Generally speaking, that validates my my the point of this program. Uh, I will tell you, I'm leaning towards the MAD radio network. Uh, double entendre. Mostly because everyone calls guys like me a bunch of mad, angry white guys. When really it's make a difference. Make a difference radio network. Common Sense Amplified works. But it's pretty generic. A lot of people talk about common sense on the radio. I, I really like the idea of making a difference and inspiring you to think broader than yourself. But we'll see. I haven't settled on anything yet. Big story in the press box. Former FSU head football coach, he's a legend, Bobby Bowden, diagnosed with a terminal medical condition. And so here's what we're going to do. Uh, I've given an open invitation to Coach Bowden anytime he wants to record some segments with me or just phone in and talk to you.
uh, the, the, it's wide open. It may not happen, but it's an invitation that I've made uh, to the family and to Coach Bowden. But I've also told them that this morning at 8.05, I'm throwing up the phone lines. 8.05 Eastern, 7.05 Central. And I'm going to let you talk to Coach Bowden. Uh, I think he'll, he might be listening. But if not, I'm going to record it and send it to him. Words of encouragement, words of affirmation, thanks, whatever you want to share to lift up Coach. I've long believed we wait too long sometimes to say the things we want to say to the people we care about and who have impacted our lives in a positive way. And so I want to give you that chance next hour, right here on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Um, um, tall? The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Optimum Health Naturally with Dr. David Hartz. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Preston. David, I posed the question earlier and I gave my idea of an answer. Can you exercise too much? I say yes. You got to give your body a chance to rest. But what's what's the science say? Well, that's that's exactly right. Um, Boom! Uh, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's um, you know we all need to exercise, and there's no doubt about the benefit of exercise. But we're going to talk about that a little bit. But there's something called overtraining syndrome, which can occur when you just get too much really vigorous exercise, uh, and you don't give the body a chance to recover. And um, and the problem with this is that sometimes in really vigorous exercise, like long distance running and so forth, that you get these endorphins going from the brain, which is just, you know, a, a real mental high. And you can, get, you can get kind of addicted to that. And then you think if you feel good with the brain endorphins, that it must be good for your body. And unfortunately, the research shows that this really beats the hormonal system. But it causes your cortisol levels to stay up at really high levels. Cortisol is supposed to spike one time during the day or during the, a 24-hour period and then go back down. But it just stays really high. Also, the epinephrine and... Um, adrenaline and your body stays high too long and it just beats you up it just beats your body up and what happens over a period of time it really makes you age quicker and it decreases your immune system and increases oxidative stress which is the, the, the free radical stuff we take antioxidants for that we want to try to avoid so this stuff is you know it, we balance in all of this and we've got to be careful i've seen through the years a lot of patients that have beaten themselves up doing this because it can get can get addictive now the key to this is that exercise is definitely good. We don't want to give this as a you know excuse not to exercise. Right. But it's amazing how much small amount of exercise can be really beneficial. If you can do 15 minutes of just brisk walking, like even daily, or get 150 minutes of just just brisk exercise, you don't even to barely break a sweat. If you do that, the research shows it decreases your chance of coronary incident by about 50 percent. So. It's a small amount of exercise that's really important. Even people that are grossly overweight, just having them move, get up and do anything, decreases their you know, rate by about a third. So um, we definitely want to be able to get some motion and get some exercise. But this really prolonged, really vigorous exercise that we have a tendency to be kind of addicted to can really beat you up. 
You know, I've I've seen for years, Dr. Hart, some practical ways that people can even fit some things into their daily routine. Park your car further away from the stores. You know, uh, take the stairs yeah. instead of the escalator or elevator, things like that. That's really true. And it just it's, it's amazing how much you know, a small amount of exercise will really, really help. So anything like that helps a lot. And I'll tell you, the big key to it is just uh, getting your, your BMI, your body mass index, down. And then having some, you know, vigorous—not not real vigorous, but brisk exercise on a on a frequent basis, not long, 10, 15 minutes will do it. And um, your body weight down—it seems to make a tremendous difference in decreasing cardiovascular risk. Great stuff, Doctor Hartz. Thank you so much for the time this morning. I appreciate it, sir. You're welcome. Have a great day, Preston. Thank you, Doctor David Hartz, with us this morning. Optimum Health Naturally. The whole point of the segment is to drill down to the cause of issues and not handle it with over-the-counter and medication and, you know, the constant routine. It's like a broken record, but to figure out why you're feeling the way you are and to do something about it. So some good advice there. All right, next hour, the phone calls for uh, two. Two, your words, two. FSU head football coach Bobby Bowden, he's a legend. Uh, former head coach, obviously, but he's... He's the coach. Come on. Football field has his name on it. But again, my longstanding belief that uh, we need to do a better job of saying the things that we want to say to somebody while we have the chance to say them. And Coach Bowden is at peace. He released a statement through his family. I've always tried to serve God's purpose for my life on and off the field, and I'm prepared for what is to come. I'm at peace. Your call's coming up next hour on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. I am fair. I am good. I'm a happy example. Glenn is on 9 to noon. I am stronger every day on WFLA. Oh, mercy me. 
Thursday on the morning show. What's the beef tomorrow? Bron Bron got got pushed out of the NBA uh, playoffs by my beloved Phoenix Suns. He is no part of the Olympics. He's um, he's not playing for Team USA, but he's trying to have an impact on the Olympic Games with his company, The Uninterrupted. The Uninterrupted. You ever heard of The Uninterrupted? Yeah, on Bleacher Report. Okay. Founded by uh, Bron Bron and his business partner, Maverick Carter. Took aim at the International Olympic Committee's rule barring athletes from political protests on the media medal stand or during competition. They said, uh, Olympics said, look, you can do these, these things when you're introduced prior to competition, but that's it. That's it. Personally, I think they're being generous. The uninterrupted sends out a message that says, Rule 50 is a rule in the Olympic Charter that bans any kind of demonstration and prohibits any opinionated political, religious, or racial propaganda at the Olympic site in 2021. The only time an athlete is able to speak freely is at press conferences and to the media, but not on the Olympic podium when the world is watching. Simply put, we see this as a way of silencing voices. And as advocates for athlete empowerment, we take a stand against it. Sport is not neutral. When athletes speak up, whether from a stadium, gymnasium, track, they start conversations and things change. Give athletes the chance to show up fully and make change. Let's take that statement right there. What's changed? How has America gotten better since Colin Kaepernick. I'll wait. I will repeat. The NFL is largely responsible for all of this because they didn't clamp down on it, which they had a legal right to do and say, no, as employees of the National Football League, you may call a separate press conference outside the stadium, outside of your responsibilities per your contract. But at no point while in the stadium, after a game, on the sideline, will you engage in political speech. It's just that simple. You are an employee. Our audience has a diverse political view. You may do that outside of your employ. That's it. As I said, that is absolutely legal. A legal position to take. The First Amendment does not extend to the private workplace. And I will once again say to you, If you doubt me, try it at work and see how it goes. I can't say anything I want on this radio program. There's certain things, certain words, that if I said them, I would be fired. Comes with the territory. 
Sadly, we have let this get out of hand, but I, I want to say to Bron Bron, show me the change. I can show you change for the worse. I can't show you any change for the better. None. 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 All right, let's change gears. We're going to open up the phone lines. 850-205-9352. 850-205-WFLA. There should be absolutely no shortage of phone calls. This is FSU territory. And Bobby Bowden put Florida State University on the map by being Bobby Bowden. By being himself. What would you like to say to Coach Bowden? 850-205-9352. 850-205-WFLA. Call now. Special hour of the morning show with Preston Scott. Yesterday, head coach Bobby Bowden's wife and family, uh, Ann and, and the kids, announced that Coach Bowden had been diagnosed with a terminal medical condition. Coach Bowden, in a release statement, said, and I quote, I've always tried to serve God's purpose for my life on and off the field, and I am prepared for what is to come. My wife, Ann, and our family have been life's greatest blessing. I'm at peace. I, uh, I have known Coach Bowden for a long time. I've known him better since moving to Tallahassee in 1987. But I met him when I was a kid. Just a chance meeting lasted a second. Not a, just, my dad was a big fan of Coach Bowden when he was at West Virginia. And West Virginia was playing in Peach Bowls. And my dad was doing the Peach Bowl for uh, one of the television networks. That's how he got to know Coach Bowden just a little bit. Coach Bowden has been somebody I have admired and over time have grown to love as a friend and someone that I think is a, more than anything else, a representative of what a godly Christian man ought to be. And as a result, I've always believed that we ought to be more proactive telling people how we feel about them, what they mean to us, sooner versus later and that we don't do that often enough and so while there's an open invitation for coach bowden to join us on the program anytime he chooses in the coming days weeks months however long god chooses to give him i also told him yesterday through his family and his longtime assistant sue hall that this hour was devoted to him and so I wanted to take your calls at 850-205-WFLA. And I wanted to give you a chance to share what Coach Bowden has meant to you. Maybe it was a chance meeting. Maybe it was a speaking engagement. Maybe it was just uh, saying hello to him. Maybe it was watching him on TV from afar. Words of love and affirmation. And this is your time to speak to Coach Bowden. 850-205-WFLA. 
You can get in line, call in right now. And Ken has been very patiently waiting. Good morning, Ken. Thanks for calling in. What would you like to say to Coach? Well, good morning to you, sir. Uh, I, just a memory when you started talking about this. Uh, first college football game, Florida State against a real knuckle jogger there, uh, Furman. <laughs> they beat the crap out of Furman. But uh, I've I grown to hate Florida State over the years, but I never hated him. Something about that guy is just classy. What do you think that is? Uh, I don't know. Even his son, I'm an Auburn fan. His son come to Auburn, gave us a couple great years. But uh, once again, he was never what I, I don't mean to talk down, but uh, Bobby Bowden, come on, man. That dude. He's a good man. And I think the difference that you see in him, Ken, is Jesus. But that's just me. Uh, that's what I think. 850-205-9352. Tracy, thanks for calling in. Thank you for having me, Preston. Uh, I wanted to thank you, Coach, for what you did for our church youth group back in 1995. You took time out of your busy schedule of kicking butt and taking names on the field to tell our kids what was most important in your life and the secret to your success. And you unabashedly, unashamedly admitted that that was Christ Jesus being your Lord and Savior. That's it. Tracy, thanks very much for the phone call. Simple as that. 850-205-9352. 850-205-WFLA. This entire hour of the show, except for when we wrap up, is going to be your calls, your memories, your words of love and affirmation for the best. One of the single best men to ever occupy the field of sports, Bobby Bowden. What would you say to Coach? This is your chance to talk to him and tell him now. It's 850-205-WFLA. have to love him just like him on facebook at preston scott show taking your calls i've invited coach bowden to listen in this morning and to just soak it in your words of uh encouragement and affection remembrance of thanks to um, to one of the greats in all of sports, certainly college football, but of all sports. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Media darling. I've had, I've had the opportunity to interview Coach Bowden so many times over the years. I've lost track. And that's how our friendship grew. Uh, our common faith in Christ was the foundation for all of it. We love to talk about Jesus with one another. Mike, thanks for calling into the program. What would you like to say to Coach this morning? Good morning, Preston. Thanks for taking my call. You know, there there are great men, and there are really great men. And Coach, 
I think falls in that category of about everyone you can ask for to be a great man. And he carried himself very well. I'm sorry I never got to meet him, but um, I, I would have loved to have met him. And, uh, you know, the, the it just that kind of stuff just kind of wants to rub off on you and make, make you know, when you meet people, try to carry that, that on with you. And, and, and he carried himself very well. He's deeply going to be missed. The world's going to be a little smaller. Thank you. Mike, thanks very much for the phone call. That frees up a line, 850-205-WFLA. You know, God's in control of, uh, of how much time we have with Coach, but I want to give you the opportunity to talk to Coach now while uh, you have the opportunity to say what you'd like to say to him. And so, Phil, what would you like to say to Coach Bowden? Hey, Preston, this is Phil. Thank you for taking this time to remember, think about Coach Bowden. Uh, when I spent a year with him uh, doing my book, uh, I always looked up to him, still do. Uh, I hope you feel better, Coach. I hope you get well soon, and and you're with us for a long, long time. And hello to you, Miss Sue. I miss y'all, and uh, hopefully everything will work out, and it was three people I've always looked up to since that year I spent with him, and that was my daddy, Coach Bryant, and Coach Bowden. I think those are the three of my favorite, my all-time most loved men in my life. And so uh, I appreciate it, and you take care of yourself, Coach, and we'll see you down the road. Thank you, Phil. Appreciate the phone call. Let's go to Rob. Hi, Rob. Hey, good morning. Uh, good morning, Coach Bowden. Uh, when I moved here in 03, um, I'm, I'm from up north. We don't watch a lot of uh, college football. And uh, you, are, you are infectious. The FSU football program, the FSU family, the football family is huge. Um, and, and primarily because of you. Um, since I've been here, we've seen coaches come and go. And uh, there will never, never be another coach Bowden um what you've done for this community what what you've done for your players I mean throughout the years you've molded these men into amazing amazing people and you know it's it's all because of the way you you showed discipline but you showed love and your 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 never quit never die attitude was just infectious and and I just want to thank you for what you've given me I'm a season ticket holder because of you um like I said we just we wouldn't be the same without you. So we're going to miss you, Coach. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. I appreciate the phone call. And uh, obviously, we're this is all time for Coach Bowden. Paula, you're next, then Davidge, and then Mike. We've got one line open, 850-205-9352. Again, I just want, I want everybody to understand. We know what the medical condition diagnosis is. But all of that is in God's hands. And Coach Bowden is at peace with that. We don't know whether we're talking weeks, months, longer. No idea. God knows. And he ain't telling. (laughs) And so this is an opportunity for you to just speak to Coach Bowden. And again, encourage and lift him up and remind him what he means to you. 850-205-WFLA.
today. On your phone with the iHeartRadio app and on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. And free. And iHeart's radio station. Back with more of your phone calls, giving you an opportunity to just share some thoughts and kind words, words of encouragement to FSU head football coach Bobby Bowden. Not sure if he's listening uh, this morning as we do the segment, but I will make certain that he is able to get this segment. I do know a couple people, and uh, and my my hunch is that he'll have the opportunity to listen to this uh, with perhaps his family and uh, words of encouragement and thanks and great memories. And I'm getting a ton of email that I will share as well in this hour. But let's go to Paula, who has been very patiently waiting. Good morning, Paula. Your thoughts, what you'd like to say to Coach Bowden. Good morning, President, and good morning, Coach Bowden. I just wanted to say I've always been very honored to share my birthday with Coach Bowden. We are 40 years apart to the day. And I just want to thank you for always being a gentlemanly Christian hero to so many young people. I graduated in 93 from FSU with Charlie Ward, did a cartwheel across the stage, and it was just, it was a great time of my life. And uh, I really, I've always looked up to Coach Bowden because he's just such a gentleman on and off the field. And every time they would play that, I'm from Gainesville, (laughs) when they would play that lizard team, he always exhibited so much, so much more class. And I, I just want to thank you for that. So, thank you. Paula, thank you very much. I appreciate your kind phone call. Davidge, how are you? Thanks for calling in. Oh, well, thanks for, so much for this program. I just want to thank Coach Bowden uh, for the Blunt Bowden Scholarship uh, uh, that we had. Where Bobby, uh, we raised uh, for 56 scholarships to Florida State. Had to go to Florida State. We gave them because they were, they were uh, from low-income families, but very bright. But we gave them a $12,000 scholarship where they didn't have to work. So, Coach Bowden, Bobby, I just want to thank you so much for spending the time with the Blunt Bowden Scholarship uh, Tournament with Houston Blunt and, and you spending all that time to raise the money for those kids who went to Florida State. The second thing, Coach, is when you call me one day to go see uh, – uh, your, your good hero uh, in, in a nursing home uh, that played football at Auburn and an all-time great, uh, and you went and said, let's go see him, and you went to his room and uh, got really held him in your arms and had prayer, and you went by to our home with Davidge the Fourth and held him in your arms when he was a little baby. So, Bobby, I want to thank you for your testimony uh, you're a wonderful, wonderful uh, football coach, a greatest, but more importantly, your testimony for the kingdom of God here on earth is so profound, Coach Bowden. You have affected so many young people, and I just thank God for knowing you and the witness and testimony that you've always done, Coach Bowden. You're just an unbelievable man. Praise God for you. Davidge, thanks very much. Wonderful words, wonderful memories. Let's go to Paul. Hi, Paul. Hey, Preston. I just want to just send my well wishes to the Bowden family. And just as a 52-year-old in Tallahassee here, uh, as a young boy who loves sports, uh, growing up in Gainesville with two two Gator parents, I, you know, at a football <laughs> at a football party, they were getting together, and I was in 76, 77. I wondered, what, who's this team from Tallahassee? As a young boy. 
and just the way Bowden and the team looked, I mean, just I even remember it back when he first started at Florida State. I was like, I, I think I, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, get rid of Florida, University of Florida as the team I like. And I started following the Seminoles. And anyway, I'm the oldest of five kids. I, I got two sisters to graduate from Florida State along with myself. But ultimately, that's just football. And I love sports. And I just loved what he did with the Seminoles and how he put us on the map. But more importantly, the, the message of faith, family, and football. With my family, I've got a couple of kids. It just, you know, and I get a little emotional talking about Coach because my company was involved with his spring tour uh, for several years near the end of his coaching career, the golf tour, and just meeting him. He didn't know me, know me that well, but every time he saw me, he'd say, hey, buddy, and, and he, he'd give me a hug. And anyway, Coach, Coach Art, well wishes and prayers are with you. And I love you, and you've meant, you've meant a lot to me personally, and I just appreciate your message. Thank you, Preston. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate your words and kindness in taking the time to share them. Uh, Jim, Carol, if you can hang on, you'll be first after the news. Uh, the rest of the show, we're taking your calls. 850-205-9352. If you want to wait and call in as we get to the end of the news block, that's fine. But this is all for you, Coach Bowden. We love you. We are so proud that you are Florida State University and have been part of our life. And we just want to keep sharing this time with you this morning. Thanks for listening this morning, Coach. And to the rest of you, call in 850-205-WFLA. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right, that's four Patriots, the number four, Patriots.com slash on the right. You're there quickly and safely. Traffic and weather on the tens. It's the morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. In case you missed the news, it was announced yesterday through Ann Bowden and their family that Former FSU head football coach Bobby Bowden's been diagnosed with a terminal medical condition, and Coach Bowden is at peace and at home. And so I just wanted to take this time and offer you the opportunity to share what you'd like to share with Coach Bowden. And so we're just taking calls and letting you talk and share your memories and your thoughts 
And Jim, thank you very much for calling in this morning. What would you like to say to Coach Bowden? Yes, one of the things I loved about Coach was the fact that he was so unpretentious. Um, my daughter and I were playing golf many years ago, and he, he and one of his sons came up riding up on us, and I offered them to play through because they're very good, fast players. And Coach took the time to compliment my 12-year-old on the shot she hit and her swing and asked if she was teaching me anything. And we, of course, all laughed, and just both of us appreciated him doing this. Uh, he's such an iconic figure to be so down-to-earth and unpretentious. You just don't see that often in people of that statue. And uh, then he, he and his son went riding off in the sunset, and that just that moment in time, I will always treasure. So thank you, Coach. Jim, thank you. Uh, the fact that he recalls it all these years later tells you all you need to know about the importance of that moment for him. Jim, thank you very much. Carol, thanks for being patient. What would you like to say to Coach Bowden? Hey, thanks so much. Um, I I first met Coach Bowden in the mid-'80s when I was in school, and I I messed up the schedule for Garnet Gold picture and stuff like that, and thankfully uh, Miss Sue was kind enough to knock on his door and ask if I could have my picture taken with him, and he had a couple players in the room, and he said, this is the toughest part of the job, boys. And he was kind enough to take that picture with me. And then many years later, I guess it was about 10 years ago, he was speaking to a youth group in Macon, Georgia. And he was doing a book signing, and I was the last person to get the book signed. And So I showed him that picture, and he said, oh, didn't we look good? And we sat down, and <laughs> we're just waiting to get up on stage for a little while. You know, I had some one-on-one time with him. And then he's just such a fantastic speaker. I don't think anybody ever discussed uh, describes his speaking as eloquent but he has such a genuine love for everyone and that that really comes through he's so smart and he's so funny and uh it just means the world to me and um at the end of his speech i went up to him later and i said hey coach one more thing can i get burnt reynolds number and he goes Uh, I wouldn't do that to you, girl. (laughs) So um, that's typical Bobby right there. He's probably smart not to have given me that number. But, um, you know, Coach, I just love you. I have such a genuine love for you, such a deep love. And it's so rare that we find someone that's not a part of our family that we can love um, so deeply and by setting such a great example. And I know this this time's going to be hard for you. It's going to be harder on your family. And I'll be praying for you, you know, that you feel the comforter with you during this time. And uh, just, again, I love you so much, and I I look forward to seeing you again on the other side. Thank you, Carol. I appreciate the phone call. Let's go to Jason. Hi, Jason. Hey, good morning, Preston. Uh, I'm calling from Rockledge, Florida, down here on the Space Coast, and I just want to send uh, my thoughts and prayers to Coach Bowden. And I want to let you know, Coach, I I grew up in Miami, Florida, listening to Seminoles football. And after uh, two years of junior college, I transferred to Florida State. And I was there, uh, got there in 1976, his first year of coaching there. And I've often said that those were the two of the best years of my life, being at Florida State, watching Florida State football as he built that program, but what impressed me both most was how Coach Bowden was able to not only coach football and win football games, but he coached up and he taught men of character. He taught them character 
how to be good men and how to be good citizens, uh, as uh, is represented by Warg Dunn, one of the greatest uh, backs in football. And uh, I just want to let Coach Bowden know that uh, our family is a Seminole family. All three of my sons went to Florida State, my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law, and uh, we're all we're all Seminoles, largely uh, due to uh, the the man that uh, that was uh, the greatest uh, college football coach of all time. And I just want to let him know that we're thinking about it, and we uh, we love him and wish him all the best. Jason, thanks very much for the phone call. We've got three callers standing by. You'll be the final three callers when we come back on the morning show with Preston Scott. justice and the american way like superman only with a microphone the morning show with preston scott on news radio 100.7 wfla we have all kinds of email coming in preston at iheartradio.com and i'll share a few of those in the final segment but this is our last segment for phone calls today talking to coach bowden Coach is either listening now or will be listening a little bit later on today, I can assure you. And so I just wanted some memories and some people to share some things from the bottom of their heart to uh, to you, Coach. And so let's go back to the phone lines. Gregory, thanks for calling in. Yes, sir. I want to thank Coach Bowden for being at our church to speak on the uh, the recording that he actually did on 2020, but... The thing I thank him most for is the words in my office he gave to me where he told me that he never prayed to win a ball game, that uh, there were Christians on both sides of the line, and he just asked that the team play to the very best of their ability and to what they had trained to do. And I thought, what a remarkable comment from a winning coach. And uh, I pray God's grace that's all sufficient for him in this time of his difficulty and journey. Thank you very much, Gregory. I appreciate your phone call. And uh, it's it's a great point as well. But that's exactly who Bobby Bowden is. Yeah, a lot of people might not know. I'd asked him once, if you weren't a football coach, what do you think you would have done? Because a lot of people think he would have been a pastor. He's he, Contrary to what I think it was Carolyn said, I think he's a very eloquent speaker. I, I, I think he's a marvelous speaker. But... What he, what, he, what he said was a history teacher. He is one of the most well-read and knowledgeable men on World War II you will ever have a conversation with. Let's go to Bill. Hi, Bill. Good morning, Preston. Uh, I moved here from uh, Orlando uh, four years ago, and I moved next door to Coach Bowden. And uh, I used to go to... Uh, uh, church services in Orlando. He would speak at the Delaney Park Baptist Church two or three times a year, and I, I wouldn't miss a, a, a sermon any time. And since I moved here, uh, I, I, I get more mail uh, for pe- from people that belong to him that I take over to, and <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. But uh, I, I was I was so happy uh, uh, to just happened to buy a house next door to him and he he is one of the greatest people I have ever met and uh 
uh, wish him well. And Sue Hall, call, I called Sue Hall when he had the uh, COVID virus, and uh, she filled me in. And uh, I actually, uh, Sue Hall, I ended up getting her season tickets one year in, in Orlando. I sure would have liked to keep them. But uh, I, I, I really, really uh, think a lot of Miss Coach Bowden. Thank you, Bill. I appreciate that. Final caller here is Greg. Hi, Greg. Well, good morning. Good morning, Coach Bowden. Back in the early 90s, I was managing a bed and breakfast in Monticello, and you would come over and you would play golf. And, uh, and then when they were done with the golfing game, they'd have to bring, they'd have a dinner that night. Well, they had to find some place to bring you. And the nicest place in Monticello was Peppermill Bed and Breakfast. And we'd get everything ready for you. And, and, I, and if you remember this, you loved chocolate pecans. And I would have every, I would have, I would just load them up with chocolate pecans. <laughs> I think it was Coke. And I would have the Coca Cola ready for you. And then you'd come down, they'd come pick you up to take you to the dinner that night. And if you remember, sir, in the back, we used to do weddings in the back. It was just beautiful in the back. But that's how I got to know you, and, and uh, you're really a classy guy. And I'm just going to be honest with you. I, I came up in the South Florida area, so I was a Hurricane Dolphin fan. But um, I have so much respect for you. And when Florida State's not playing Miami, I'm always there. My whole family went there. I went to college down in South Florida. But you were always just a really classy guy, and you just treated everybody the same. You know, it wasn't like some kind of guy walking in thinking he was somebody. You were just Bobby. But I always called you Coach Bowden, and I had a lot of respect. And the one thing I regret is the gal that owned it that I was manager for, we had a picture together with the, with uh, AJ, the, the Irish setter that would run out, or the golden that would run out and get the paper in the morning. And uh, that picture of you and me together on the front porch, and somehow that got misplaced. But you're really a classy guy. It was a pleasure to have you there, and you were a lot of fun. And uh and I just I heard you speak at Celebration Baptist, and just God bless you, brother. And uh, hey, uh, I was going to say, go okay, no, go FSU, go FSU, because you are FSU. Thank, Thank you. you, Greg. Well said. All right, Coach, we got some email for you next. Forty-six, forty-seven minutes after the hour in the morning show with Preston Scott. All right, final segment here of the radio program, and uh, this hour dedicated to our friend. FSU head football coach Bobby Bowden and I wanted to share some email coach that I've received since we started the show today uh Chris writes in and Chris works at Florida State University I'm able not able to call in but I wanted to say thank you to Bobby Bowden and the Bowden family the world is a better place because you are in it Tallahassee is a better place because you are in it we love you coach thank you for being a strong Christian role model for all of us Heidi wrote in and had this to share. I met Coach Bowden when I was in middle school, and we had a school trip from Live Oak to Tallahassee to see a football game. He talked to a group of us for an hour or so, maybe 30 kids, and it was inspiring. I was a little red, I was a little redneck girl who had barely left Swanee County then and not an athlete at all, but his words connected with me, and I came home raving about him and had already at 13 decided I was going to FSU. He reminds me so much of my dad who would have been 90 tomorrow and who really admired coach and bragged to all of his friends when I graduated summa cum laude from FSU. Of course, that was all because of Coach Bowden. Just love him. And that's from Heidi. And then uh, another note here from uh, Kevin who writes, I've been fortunate and blessed to have met and spoken with Coach Bowden several times through the years. He's truly a great man, first a follower of Christ and has lived his life that way. 
He's a legendary, innovative coach and one of the best ever. And, and he's second, a leader of men based on godly principles. And his presence will be felt forever and his legacy will live forever. As a member of law enforcement in Tallahassee for many years, I had the opportunity to work with many events where Coach Bowden was speaking, including a prayer breakfast or two and many football games. And the last line here is, Coach Bowden, you take care. We love you. We appreciate you. God bless you and your family. Brought to you by Barino Heating and Air. It's the Morning Show 180 on WFLA. As I close the radio program, I'm opening up the pages to the Bowden Way. It's 50 years of leadership wisdom. Bobby Bowden with Steve Bowden. And in here is a short little note to Preston. Best wishes to a friend. God bless you. Bobby Bowden. Coach, this is one of the most cherished things that I have because... I know you love Jesus, and I know Jesus loves you, and there just are no words other than to say, God bless you, thank you, and we will keep you and your family in our prayers in these coming days, months, whatever God t- time God has left for you. But thank you so much for being you. And folks, thanks so much for listening to the program today. We will uh, be back tomorrow with the Friday edition of the morning show. And um, what's the beef? News of the day. Get caught up on different things. But I appreciate you making the time. Feel free to send notes. Preston at iHeartRadio.com. And, uh, and again, thanks so much for calling in today. For those of you that did not get on the program because we ran out of time, I apologize, but uh, thanks again so much, and we'll be back with you tomorrow. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.